Hello and welcome to the Blackadder's Employment Team podcast, where we are your very own employment lawyers in your pocket. My name is Simon Allison and I am head of Blackadder's Employment Team. This podcast is aimed at managers and business owners and aims to help you navigate the murky and often contentious world of employment law. This is season two, where we're answering your Twitter questions. How to be a good witness. How to give a reference. We will answer these and other questions as fully as we can. Our aim in this season is to answer your Twitter questions from start to finish, making sure you keep in touch with the law. So welcome to episode three of season two. Um, Today's question is about stubble and tattoo, something which we both know something about, don't we Jack? Yep, we do. We know a little bit about both, Simon. What's the gossip today? How are you today? I'm doing well today, thanks, Simon. Not bad at all. Good stuff. Uh, what about yourself? I am doing A-OK. A-OK. <laughs> What's the question we tweeted today, then? So the question today has been tweeted to us by Insights. Can employers insist on male employees being clean-shaven? What about tattoos? Are there any pitfalls for employers? Okay, that makes sense. Hope you notice I've had a shave this morning, Simon. Ah. Given the topic that we're covering, I thought that would be prudent. <laughs> Good stuff. And I see you've got your ink covered too. Very wise, very wise. Okay, so tell me about Insights. What do Insights do? Insights, so Insights are an organisation based here in Dundee. Uh, they offer personality profiling based on four colours. Ah, it's okay. great. Okay. Excellent for learning how to interact with your colleagues. And we've, bon- we've both been assessed... Uh, and remarkably, we fall on the same earth green energy, don't we, Simon? That's right, earth green. Um, earth green are apparently are caring. Yes. Sharing. Yep. <laughs> relaxed. Yeah, go with relaxed as well. Patient. Hmm, no comment on that one. <laughs> Come on, chat, I'm really patient with you. Okay, so the question we asked today is whether employers can ban stubble and what about tattoos? Okay, let's go with this. Uh, who's your best beard ever, Jack? My best beard? Yeah. you got to guess, okay? <laughs> okay, we're doing this again. Right. Okay, what, what are you guessing? Give me the best impression you can give me. Best beard impression. Okay. You shall not pass. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get that. <laughs> I know that. That is Gandalf. Yes. That's really good. Yeah. Impressed with that. That's really good. Do Any other to... ones? Um... <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you ready for on. it? I'm, I'm getting ready. into character here. I see that. Let's hear that. Nobody tosses a dwarf. <laughs> That's good. Is that uh, is that Gimli? That is indeed Gimli. Well done, side two out of two. I must be getting better at these uh, impression malarks. You must be. Okay, so what do you think? Stubble and tattoo. What's the chat, Jack? Today. Well. I find the stubble chat quite interestingly. Okay. Um, it was recently covered in the news um, that the Home Office have banned stubble or unprofessional appearance for their public-facing employees. Okay. So, I mean, I think that's okay for that to be done. You need to remember that the employment relationship is, at the end of the day, master-servant. And if the employer wants to dictate rules for appearance of staff, I think that's fair game. Yeah, that's right. I saw that one when it was in the Telegraph. Um, the Home, Home Office said that beards and tashes were okay, but not stubble. Um, I think it said that if an employee wants to grow a beard, they had to do that in their own time, so they didn't attend work looking unprofessional. Yeah, that's right. And, I mean, it seemed a little bit pie in the sky to me, you know, growing a beard in your own time. It's not like you could grow it 
overnight no. unless you're maybe Chewbacca or something. Um, <laughs> okay. So I don't know what they're expecting, whether they want their staff to take a month holiday just for the sake of growing a beard. Yes, it's strange, isn't it? Um, Oakley, Doakley, Hayley Ho. Did you get that? <laughs> <laughs> that's a beard impression for you, Jack. No, that's not a beard. That's Flanders, <laughs> Ned Flanders. He's just got a moustache, not a beard, Si. Is that right, really? Yep. <laughs> Is that right? I don't know. How about this one? How about this one? Gordon's alive. Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> That's Flash Gordon. That was really good. That's... Uh, you're a wizard, Harry. Harry Potter? <laughs> oh, Jack, you're rubbish. Okay, let's let's move on. Okay, so as far as beards go, what about the discrimination angle, Jack? Yep, that's a fair comment, Simon. Um, and the most relevant type of discrimination, in my view, would be that related to religious belief. Okay. We know that certain religious faiths, um, for example, Sikhs, require a bearded appearance and so potentially banning beards or insisting on people being shaven could potentially amount to discrimination. That's right. So remember, indirect discrimination applies where the employer applies a rule to the workforce as a whole. Um, if that rule disadvantages a particular group of people, i.e. those of a particular religion, then that is indirectly discriminatory. Yep. But that all said, Simon, I'm not aware of any religion that requires a stubble appearances, so maybe a ban on stubble would be okay. Yeah. Um, I suppose after all, the Home Office probably do enough to cover themselves because they do allowed, they do allow the full beard and or, or the tash. Yeah, I suppose so. So religion could be a potential um, for beards, but not really for stubble. Um, all these years of you getting bothered from HR about not shaving, Jack. I know, I know, I should have just changed my faith and I would have been fine. <laughs> That's true. Actually, I don't have any faith, so that probably wouldn't really have saved me. Um, okay. But remember as well, if if the employer's dress code does happen to be indirectly discriminatory, the employer could still potentially justify that if they've got a legitimate aim. Okay. What does that mean um, in English? In plain speak people. That was English. <laughs> Come on, chat. Plain um, speak people, please. Plain speak. Okay. Well... Think of that case where there was a nurse who worked and she wore her religious cross, crucifix, bling type thing yes. on top of her nurse's uniform. Okay. Now, the employer told her not to wear that. The employee argued that this was discriminatory on the grounds of her um, being able to display her religious beliefs. Yes. But in that case, the employer successfully defended the case uh, on the basis that they had legitimate health and safety objectives. And these were proportionately met by banning all forms of jewellery. So the employer in this case was able to successfully ban um, the nurse wearing her um, her bling, didn't she? Exactly, and the court said that they were not um, acting unlawfully to do that. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, so that covers very briefly um, beards and stubble specifically. What about the second thread of this question? Um, what about uh, tattoos? Remember my tattoo, Jack? I do. I thought that was a secret, Simon. I thought you were keeping that secret and keeping it safe. <laughs> well, I was. Um, yeah, no one listens to these podcasts anyway, do they? Remember, I want a Chris Martin-style tattoo on my on my bicep. I do, yeah. Chris <laughs> Martin from Coldplay. <laughs> I, do rem- impression. <laughs> I do remember that, Simon. That was for your 40th. You wanted to get yeah. um, XL. That's right, Extra 40. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's my new rules for... 40 is XLs, ah, 40 Roman numerals. That was good. I'm glad you didn't get that, Si. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, so the question is, can employers insist against visible tattoos? What do you think, Jack? Um, 
I think that they can. Although, okay. to be honest, in this day and age, it might be a hard fight, actually, enforcing that, bearing in mind that everyone and their dog has got ink these days. Okay. Apart from you, boss. Apart from me. Okay, um, okay. Until, of course, Chris Martin appears on your guns. <laughs> I'll get XLII42. 42. <laughs> 43 next year, isn't it? Come on, Jack. <laughs> okay, so that's the point there. So do you think employers can insist on no stubble, then they can insist on no visible tattoos? Well, I suppose they can. I'm just saying, I mean, go and walk down the street on a summer day. You do well to see a person that doesn't have any visible tattoos. Okay. It is a hard one. Clearly, it's more relevant, I suppose, in a public-facing role. Yes. But um, just the other day, I passed a copper. With a his, copper? A, a copper, yeah, a roser. <laughs> a policeman. A police officer police who had officer. his sleeves rolled up and both arms were um, inked up to the max. He had one of those tattoo sleeves on each arm. Okay, yeah, okay, I know the answer to that. Police, like the army, allow tattoos so long as they're not inappropriate. I see, I see. But where do you draw the line with that? I mean, what's appropriate and what is not? I take it that's just to be judged through the eyes of the so-called reasonable bystander. Yeah, I suppose so. I suppose so. Yeah, I, I take it. Well, I, su I suppose the police wouldn't allow someone who's in charge of guarding the public safety if they've got a great big swastika tattooed on their forehead. No, probably not. It wouldn't be. That would be very wise, would it? What about Jesus Christ or David Beckham style? Surely that's no difference to the, the nurse who wanted to wear her crucifix. I suppose I can see that. So um, what you're saying is that employers might need to be wary about discrimination again. Yeah, exactly, Si. I suppose it's the same with all of these areas of dress code or rules about appearances at work. Discrimination is probably the main risk. Yes. Whether it's beards or insisting that women have to wear stilettos or banning visible tattoos. Yeah. So it's it's important to note there's no such thing as tattoo discrimination. That's right. If an employee wanted to claim um, discrimination about tattoo-related issues, then they would probably have to link that to a religious belief. So it's kind of like the old thing, there's no such thing as ginger discrimination. No. There's no there's no absolute thing such as tattoo discrimination on its own. Remember that guy we met in St Andrews that time was doing a dis dissertation on tattoo discrimination in the workplace? Remember that guy? Aye. I what do. happened to him? What happened to him? Why is he not here? He should be our <laughs> guest for this. So, so he should, so he should. Okay, so running a short of time, let's wrap up with our three takeaway tips. Um, what do we have for us today? My first top tip, I would say, is to have a policy. Make sure that any appearance rules are clearly documented and brought to the attention of the employees. Second number, second tip. Second one. Okay, I would urge employers to think carefully about whether a particular appearance rule is necessary. You know, you don't want to ban tattoos for the person that sits in a darkened room all on their own all day like Hodor. Employers <laughs> need to be able to justify their uh, policies as being proportionate. Poor impression. Hold the door. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's the second tip. Thirdly, and pro probably most crucially, do not discriminate. That's the best tip I think you can give. I think that's the main tip. That's the that's the recurring theme. When you do see these articles about dress codes in the media, it's always got the discrimination angle. Um, and I suppose if you do discriminate, make sure and have a solid justification defence at the ready, such as health and safety is probably the main one. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Okay, thanks for listening, folks. We hope you found that useful. If you'd like to hear more of our how-to podcasts, please subscribe to our other episodes on Employment Lawyer in Your Pocket on iTunes. Or if you want to speak to us directly, we always, and do we always welcome interaction on Twitter, 
I am at Employer Simon and at Employer Jack. Do you want to do your last um, castaway impression for us? Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Wilson! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cheers and cheerio. Cheers, Si. Thank you.